0: Let me get the whole way through this story before you judge me. I'm in a hot tub in Perth, um, Scotland, not not Australia. Um, There's snow everywhere. I came home from from Heathrow Airport um, on my mum's birthday, um, 2016, and um, had to tell Nicola that I walked away. Um, We mutually walked away from a relationship um, with a basic salary and a company car when she was about to go on to maternity statutory maternity pay with our first child.
1: Dinner that time is. was quiet, I can imagine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Toughest pitch I've ever had to make in my life. I read, I read a quote a while back, and I've mentioned it a few times. Um, great men plant trees they'll never see the shade of. And I can't stand by it any firmer.
2: Hi, my name is Jacob Collins-Brown, and this is UKBF Stories where we are telling the story of small businesses across the UK and shining a spotlight on their journey.
1: Today I'm with Grant McKenna from the Apertis Group. Hello Grant. How are you? Very good, thank you and thank you for joining us today. At all? The I've known you for a short while and I'm uh, so we've met around Northamptonshire and I've sort of seen the Apertis Group from the outside. Um, for people listening in and people watching this uh, on YouTube, tell us what the Apertis Group is and what you do for your clients.
0: So, the Apertis Group is a business-to-business um, procurement company at its base. Um, we we started off as a energy procurement service or an energy broker, for want of a better word, um, and then talking to the FDs and the customers um, along the way, there was a an opportunity to help them in other areas, um, and, and that's what we we tended to do. So when we looked at print management, which is a, a past background for me, um, uh, automotive, all things that an FD or somebody in that position in the business would deal with. So it was almost a, for want of a better term, a one-stop shop for um, for companies, um, and it's about selling relationships. That we've built in the past, that we, we trust and we rely on, into, into businesses.
1: So effectively, uh, if I put it into my own words, sort of an outs an outsourced buying department or procurement department—that's yeah. some of use. Oh, fantastic. Uh, so the what sort of products or procurement? Do you, are your typical or most common
0: things that you help source at the moment? So energy is by far our largest sector. Um, that, as I said, that's what we started with the uh, with the company in two thousand sixteen. With um, we during during the pandemic, we, we we looked into the automotive side, and we both know cars are a passion for both of us. Um, and when we looked at the automotive side um, that bolted on quite nicely, um, fleet management for for companies um, and, and and things like that. Um, but also, as I said, the print side so everything paper-based um you know we don't do this in-house it's about as it's selling the relationships that we've built over the last you know kind of multiple years into the business um and um and we also do uh communications and and, and water that bolts onto the energy side um and runs side by side
1: what i'd like to do is get um uh to un- get to know your journey that brought you to a Pertis Group where, we are, where you are today. And then when we'll come to sort of some of the events and your journey within a Purtis Group. So you're a Northampton lad, yep.
0: born and bred, yep. not, left t- not left the town. One, one year in a holiday camp in North <laughs> Wales, but um, the less said about that, the better.
1: And uh, Oh, that's, no, that's something we need to come back <laughs> to. <laughs> the, you're the youngest of four.
0: I am. I'm the baby, um, older brother, much older, um, in case he sees this. Um, yeah. And then two sisters in between us and then, and then me. Yeah. Kept going until they, until they made, they made perfection really. Absolutely. No, I can.
1: makes perfectly logical sense. And how was, um, of when you look at younger years, sort of your school time, um, sort of how you sort of went
0: through school. I would like to think I'm quite an intelligent person. Academia was never my friend. Um, it, I, I enjoyed the classes, I enjoyed the social aspects of school, um, I enjoyed the sports side. Um, but until the end of uh, probably the end of middle school, obviously in Northampton it was it was a three tier school system when I were a lad. Um, and towards the end of middle school, the report started to creep in of could do so much better if he just applied himself um and I, and I think whether that was starting to get bored with the system or um certain areas I struggled in um spelling my spelling is atrocious i don't believe there's anything background there i'm just not very good at spelling um mental arithmetic very strong um so school was always an enjoyable time um I was a big lad. I was, uh, you know, don't let the lights fool you. There was ginger here one day, um, so I took some stick during school. Um, I was I was bullied quite a bit, um, and then um, towards the end of school, I kind of bulked out and shot up, and that stopped for one reason or another. Um, but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed school. Um, it wasn't really ever something that I was going to carry on with. The, the, the first opportunity I could to drop it, it was it was always going to be the case. So.
1: You mentioned the academia part of it. When, um,
0: what were your strengths at school? Um, as I said, anything I could do in my head, really, um, my hands, anything I could pick up and, and, um, and, and do from an early age, all I ever wanted to do was be a rugby player from, from, from day dot, um, with a, you know, I enjoyed um, home economics, the cooking side. Um, but the, it was always the, you know, history, science I loved until it came to putting all that down on a piece of paper, you know, and, and towards the end, um, I'm sure knowing how well you'll have done your research, Richard, will be talking about this in a bit, but towards the end of the, of school, I lost my father. Um, and it almost became quite a a convenient reason for not excelling at school. Um, and probably to this day, I still use the, the, um, well, I lost my dad in the December before I did my exams probably would have come out with the same exam results anyway. Um, so it was always quite convenient. And that was always as a child, I always think I kind of tagged along with the way to go the easy option, you know, um, kind of in the background. And I know that will surprise you, but kind of in the background and just doing the easy thing. Um, and I think it was until I left and, and went into different career paths from there that I realised that actually I'm not particularly good at towing the line. I'm not particularly good at following the easy option. I think it's the safest way to say it. The
1: You've just brought it up there. So when you lost your father, at, at, as you come into the end of your school time, that's the same sort of time. Now, f- when I think back to my school time, you go into the... Uh, the fifth year as it was there, um, sort of head. T- the head teacher for the fifth year was the careers guy. You go and sit in his office, yeah. he'll say, what do you want to be? And you'd go, I want to be <clears throat> a fighter pilot. And you go, right. Okay. That's the, uh, that's the army office Go in to yeah. RAF office, go sign up yeah. there. I didn't have the father sort of guidance there. So I'm kind of maybe sort of relating or not, but typically, for a young lad, the father gives us some of the influence of where you go. Um, was your father before he passed around to sort of give any sort of career guidance or any sort of influence on that and, or with him not being there as you were reaching the end of school,
0: do you think that had any bearing on your career choices? My father always wanted somebody to go to university. So my dad, um, if I can describe my, my father, five foot six class region, um, And, and as angry as that makes him sound, uh, my, my, my upbringing was amazing. I'm I'm very, very fortunate. My, my parents were besotted with each other for the whole marriage. Um, dad was an amazing father, amazing dad. Um, but dad lacked a work ethic. Dad would always take the easy option. He would always take the, um, the, the kind of safe route after we were born, he was a bit of a hell raiser in his day. Um, but I get my work ethic from my mum. Um, luckily for us and, and, and the guys in the office. Um, so dad always wanted somebody to go to university. And I think that was more for dad than, than, than for us so that he could say somebody had been to university. I was always looking at rugby. Um, rugby advised to, to, to have a second career. Um, and that led me to want to be a chef for obvious reasons, I love food. Um, And it was always a, it was always a a passion of mine to go into catering. Um, And I remember we were, we were going to Alton Towers. My brother was, my brother was quite influential in my kind of early teens um, to probably 16, 17. Um, And I remember going to Alton Towers uh, on a bus. Done it. Oh, just, why would you go on a bus? Um, And, I remember talking to my brother about it and his wife had um, had mentioned that one of the great ways to see the world and to was was to go to the navy. Um well obviously that conflicted with staying to be to play rugby. But it was always a case um and again convenient as it sounds. Uh when dad passed I then couldn't go away I was the only one left at home. Brother and sisters had, had all moved out so I didn't want to leave mum whether or not I was ever going to go. Um, or or not was 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 neither here nor there. But I kind of I stayed and um and and, and became a chef on the, on the background. I, I managed to to score a fantastic gig at um, a local building society that we've got in Moulton Park um, and work there Monday to Friday eight till four as a trainee chef, which was unheard of, um, which let me train, which let me play matches, which let me do that. So um so yes, yeah, so dad didn't massively influence he wanted us to go to university, but by that point I, I was hopefully going to make it in, in, in the sports arena. And if, and if that didn't, um, I was certainly going to make it as a chef. So you played um, amateur rugby, is that right? Or did... Yeah, um, so I, I played rugby all through school. Um, I, we, we, we know that this is a sore point. We, I, I, never made, I never made a professional, um, professional match. Um, something um, a good friend of mine, Ben, and Cohen reminds me of quite a lot. Um, and um, we, from a, from, a, from a personal point of view, um, my, uh, I took an injury on my right knee um, and it never, it never healed to the point of being able to carry on. Um, position I played, from the state of my years, I played front row, obviously, um, takes a lot of strain. Um, but it's something in business, as hard as it sounds, it was a, it's a failure. I didn't make it. So it's, so it's something I talk about with friends quite, you know, when it's, when it's brought up and it's something I, to a degree I'm proud about. Um, but I didn't make it. So it's from a business point of view, I don't often.
1: Why do you refer it and use the word the failure?
0: Because in them days as a 16, 17 year old, you don't understand what a learning opportunity is. And I think that's something that is something that I've, um, that I'm very passionate about now is that the guys understand that we, we, we tend to, we, we try hardest to not focus on failures in the business. Um, but I was, uh, if that's even a word convinced that I was going to make it, um, to the point where nothing else was really, um, I was once told that if, you're plan, if there's a plan B, at some point you've thought about plan A failing. Um, and I think that still today resonates with me. So to people I trust and the people that aren't going to take the mick, um, I don't mind talking about it. Um, and people will probably say I talk about it more than I think I do. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, it's, it, you either... <laughs> I'm a salesman you either make sale or you don't you either. Um, and I'm very black and white with things like that. Um, and I didn't make it whether, whether we, you know, whether we, how we dress that up unfortunate. showing off in front of people, which I may have been doing. Um, yeah, something caused, you know, something led to me not making it. And, and, and that is a, is a chapter that as a 43 year old business owner, I start to see things that I can learn from that the coaching techniques, the, um, how to, you know, how to take somebody that's maybe not the strongest at something and put people around them that complement them. Um, but for the first 25 years, it's probably the first 20 of those, it, it, I see it as a failure. Um, and that's probably a, a, a mindset fault on my part, but it's where it is. You then
1: went into your plan B which was um a chef in the navy um that's one part but he was also a bouncer
0: um i never yeah as i said i never left for the navy um i i i, I rocked around um the uk um as i said i spent a, a year in in a holiday camp running the food outlets there um in north wales um bouncer was something um that that uh, Kind of fell in my lap. Um, we were looking for. I was. I was working in catering. Um, I was looking for an extra, an extra revenue stream. at That point, um, I was planning on on getting married at the time, and um, I could do with the extra money. Um, a good friend of mine introduced me to a gentleman who um, had multiple bars throughout Northamptonshire um, and, and quite a few on on the infamous Bridge Street in Northampton. And mm. I remember the. Uh, <laughs> I remember the interview technique. He rang me and asked me if i was big (laughs) if i could look after myself and um would i um would have a problem saying no to people um so obviously i ticked all three of those boxes quite quickly um and um and yeah i worked i worked and on on um i worked on a bar on bridge street on friday and saturday kind of in the background to see how i felt um and within probably six months was was running um, a champagne bar on, on, on bridge street, um, obviously different problems with that rather than violence on the front door, maybe a little bit more, um, um, narcotics and, and things like that. But, um, yeah, I, I loved it again, social element being paid to be there interacting with customers. Um, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. And still, still have my, my, my best friend, the, the godmother of my daughter. Um, one of my daughters is, um, is a lady that I met working on the door. Um, so, you know, a, uh, a good a good place for me for, for six, seven, eight years that I was doing.
1: And then after a while, uh, about 2011, you started your first business.
0: Yeah. Pete McIntosh. Um, godfather to the same said child, is he? Um, so, oh, <laughs> let me get the whole way through this story before you judge me. I'm in a hot tub in Perth um, Scotland, not, not Australia. Um, there's snow everywhere. Pete and I have worked our way through the majority of a uh, case of Stella that we took with us on the first night. Um, and Pete was telling me about this wonderful idea of this printing company, your print that he owned and how he couldn't commit to, to, to growing it. And he, you know, he couldn't get through the door to people and and, and things like that. And, um, I just said off off the cuff comment, "What what you need are me, that's what you need. Um, and we sat there for about 30 seconds, just looking at each other. And then the next morning in a hot tub, in a hot tub, gazing across the bubbling water, can of Stella H and yeah, your print was, your print was born. Um, hardest I've ever worked your print, um, your print had the ingredients to be massive. Um, and the commitment from both of us, um, Pete worked a full-time job. I worked full time in the business for a very small wage as you do when you, when you start a business. And, um, and then we would go in, in the evenings and produce whatever we'd, we'd, um, whatever we'd sold, um, hundred hour weeks, most weeks. Um, and the, the first place I learned that there was also a word no in, in sales. I remember sitting down in front of a very large company in Northampton, trying to sell their print, uh, trying to win their print. And when we shook on the deal at the end, he said, oh, just out of the cuff, do you do health and safety signage? Of course I'm like, of course we do. Um, so went and bought a sign off eBay and uh, sent it in to the customer. And he approved it there and then, and handed us a 9,000 pound order. Never printed health and safety signage in our life. <laughs> so, so had to buy a, <laughs> had to buy a t-shirt carousel don't know if you know when for screen printing t-shirts so they've got multiple kind of like panels for for putting different colors on and do this nine thousand pound order that was due in two weeks and we worked every day every night trying to get this done we drafted in a gentleman called phil who had whose t-shirt printer it was so this poor guy had never really done anything to do with your print and all of a sudden doing doing 100 hour weeks on top of his car business um to get this order out um we had no drying racks everything was standing up next to walls we were in kg business center in northampton and we literally lifted the shutter and just put these signs everywhere to dry we wrapped them all up in brown paper dropped them off and the guy didn't even check them was just like yep fantastic and handed us a sixteen pound order next order and we were like, "We've seriously done us a bad turn <laughs> because we're in we're in bits. We're about ready to keel over, and we've now got a bigger order to deal with." So the money, we managed to borrow some money to buy some better equipment because we were on thirty day terms, which we were lucky to get. Um, so we had no money to buy the metal, we had no money to buy the paint, we had no money. To... So yeah, I put us in a I put us in a hole, but that. That business, um, you know, that business kept us going for a, for, for for a good period and and, and helped us grow. Um, nearly cost marriages and and, and children, but uh, yeah, there were times. And I look back now and I can remember Pete's face looking at me, pleading with me to just say no. Um, um, but we got through it. We got through it in one piece. Um, but yeah, so your print was your print was great. Um, and we um, we 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 had some money in the bank, and we we decided to invest in the business rather than me take a a proper full time wage. And that was July two thousand and fifteen. Probably gonna need to shout out now for kids' birthdays. And then found out that Nicola was six and a bit months pregnant with Izzy And we knew nothing about it. Um and um and yeah, it wasn't sustainable. Um and sat down with, with Pete and we'd brought we felt Phil should be part of the team by then, um, sat down with the guys and said, Look, this is the position we're in. Um, I'm go I'm going to need to get a full time job. Um, tough decision, but one of the few times Nicola put a foot down and said, Look, this is you know, this is now serious. We've got a we've got a, a mini McKenna coming along. Who knows what that's gonna be like. So Nicola being your Nicola being my my partner, wife, we'll say wife on here this, you'll like that. Um and um and we I I had to go and get a full time job and luckily um I, I can I can't say I can never say a bad word about the guy. Pete completely understood. A hundred percent understood. Um hasn't to this day still hasn't affected our friendship. Um but I took the full time job and it impacted the amount of hours I was doing on the print business impacted on it. Um and I um I ended up walking away from the business. Um, and, and signing over anything that I had to, to Pete, to carry on. Um, he'd worked hard enough in it to, you know, for me to not take a, take anything There wasn't a great deal in there because we'd invested in everything anyway, but it's always, I almost feel as though, I don't want to say I feel as though I, I kind of dropped him, um, royally, but he, um, you know, we were just moving to the next stage and circumstances changed. Um, and he was always, Amazingly, as well as amazingly understanding about that, um, which will always, uh, you know, it will hold a special place for me for forever. Based on that,
1: if we roll back to the hot tub moment, yeah, so many questions, but the one I want to ask—don't get too graphic, Richard, please—is <laughs> <laughs> the when you said uh, you need a me, what
0: was that? What did the business need? Um, why did they need AU? Um, somebody that could knock doors and, and, and get in front of people, somebody that could close deals. Um, I, My background is cold calling. When I stopped being a chef, my first job was a, they put an amazing title on it, Prospector, um, I was a cold caller. Um, I, I, I picked up the phone, um, Johnson Diversity in Northampton without name dropping, and, um, and, and made phone calls all day every day because it was the weakest area of my sales i would just gone into sales and if i could sit somebody down i'd sell to them every time sitting them down was the problem it was approaching them it was having that kind of belief in what we did so uh, i as per everything in my life if i'm not good at something i'll just apart from dieting we'll just keep going um and we so so i went into prospecting with 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 johnson diversity um, you know, really good company, and that's what that's what Pete lacked. Pete's an accountant. Pete's amazing at what he does, and for an accountant, sorry to all accountants, look straight in the camera. Um, very funny, which is obviously quite unusual. Um, but from our point of view, he just couldn't close a deal. He couldn't get in front of somebody. He didn't have the ability to pick up the phone and say, "Do you know who we are? This is what we can offer you. Can I drop some stuff into you?" Um, and that was what he was lacking. Um, and at the time, that's what I was doing for a um, for a national company. I was I was basically a sales manager, um, driving driving throughout the UK, um, selling paint of all things.
1: So he went from um, a guy with a business but wasn't able to sell. Didn't, his strength yeah. wasn't selling, to working with somebody who basically. Sold everything, and sold with cherries on top as we, well.
0: And we made the perfect partnership. Yeah, um, I would I would sell, and Pete would understand what it took to make what I'd sold a reality, um, and would and would basically run the business. I was almost the um, I was almost the sales director without any consequence. What happened behind because I didn't have to get involved in that. The same way Pete never had to get involved in the sales side of the business. Um, so yeah, we made the perfect almost a perfect person um, but you know it, it was it, it was fantastic while it lasted again to this day I still miss the camaraderie and the having the almost somebody on my level to just talk and run stuff past and I think that's why I'm sure you you'll come on to I think it's why I surround myself with so many people that on a personal basis I get on very well with that are outside the business um, to be able to bounce ideas and bounce trials, tribulations off, um, that sort of thing. So the job that you took, once you found out you had a baby on the way. So I went to, <laughs> I'm, I'm certainly not naming this company. Um, I went to work for a, an energy broker. Okay. Um, I, I have to say, without him, I wouldn't have what I've got now. And Nicola made me realize that um, a few years back. Um, so I'm a great believer in everything happens for a reason. Um, and that four months started on the 4th of January 16 and left on the 15th of April, not that I remember it clearly. Um, and um, those four months piqued my interest in the energy industry um, and showed me how it could run shall we say um and that was it so you know they were they were very good to me they gave me a company car they you know some things I've changed in the way that Apertus runs um you know people don't come in with with a completely blank canvas now because everybody's in that energy contract Um, so when you, you can, you can build an amazing relationship, you can, you can get them, you know, you can create a want, you can, you can close a deal and then they show you that their bill isn't actually up for renewal until 2024. So, you know, so you have to kind of, I think, bring people on with a, with an element of spoon feeding some business across because people should lose interest. Um, so we, um, so I went to work for them. Um, it didn't work out. One reason or another, it didn't work out, um, and I came home from, from Heathrow Airport um, on my mum's birthday, um, 2016, and um, had to tell Nicola that I'd walked away. Um, we'd mutually walked away from a relationship um, with a with a basic salary and a company car when she was about to go on to maternity statutory maternity pay with our first child. Dinner time
1: was quiet, I can imagine.
0: (laughs) Toughest pitch I've ever had to make in my life. Um, Because I I, I knew I could do it. I knew I could go self-employed again. I knew I could make a success of it. And I knew Nicola trusted me 100%. But there was somebody else, we were responsible for somebody else. Um, And I can never understand the maternal instinct of of what she was feeling at the time, you know, thankfully, because I'm not strong enough to go through what she went through, um, but from my point of view, I knew I could make a success of it. I just had to let Nicola know I could, but obviously from your print, we'd gone for three years of me earning next to nothing while we grew this business. And I knew that that was gonna be my biggest hurdle. Um, just to roll back my so just to be clear,
1: this wasn't something you'd discussed uh, over lunch or anything like that. Literally you'd gone to work that morning and then came home that night having left the job that I, you'd
0: taken. I had an inkling that the conversation could go the way it went. Um and I brought that up. But I was one hundred percent going to that meeting with the anticipation of being able to not smooth anything out. It was it was it was, it was it's almost poor performance related really issue. Um and I have to also remember that at that period I was still at your print to a point, so I was still helping out. So that will have taken hours away. Um but I had every intention of of of, of making it work and within Three and a half and a half minutes of the meeting knew that wasn't going to be the case so then spent the next couple of hours scribbling down on a napkin what the plan was didn't have a business name didn't really understand what i was going to do and there are certain people that come along in your life that um that probably have a a meaningful impact more than they'll ever understand um and there's a gentleman uh, who, who owns a company locally, a gentleman called Jonathan Newsham um, and he at the time, I'd played golf with John I'm not sure what golf what John does is called golf, but we I, I play golf and John follows me around um, and we he had introduced me to this job um, and he was my second phone call when I left the meeting to say I don't know what I'm going to do and at the time in the energy industry you have things called aggregators which are um, companies that have got relationships with huge energy companies and for a percentage of your commission they will let you buy under their name Um, and John worked for one of them at the time and by the time I got back um, I needed to come up with a company name I needed to register a company and he had already set my pay schedule and my commission structure up with this aggregator so that we could start to create money. Um, and the company that he works for are no longer around um, or worked for are no longer around. And he he put business through under my under my umbrella that had come direct. Um, I kind of it was a referral based and I and I closed deals but he helped out so much. Um, And I think at some point, and I hope I don't get him in trouble, I think at some point he also lent me my first month's wages um, to try and ease the burden on Nicola of what we were going through. Um, And you you can't, you just can't repay that. You can't, you can't, you, you can only pass that forward. You can only help other people with that. You can't sit John down and, you know, um it would it would appear whenever anybody's really good to me they become godf- godparents god to my children cuz he's godfather to uh to Freya, my youngest um but he's like a brother if you i mean if you look at us we're, we're we're probably like brothers anyway um but he you know he he didn't have to do any of that um you know there was no real advantage to John you know yes there's a business advantage in the fact that he's got another broker working alongside him but I certainly don't ever believe that that was the reason he did it um and I think that's what we saw massively a few years ago people being that person and let's be fair I think now it's gone completely the other way but um he you know he was and to this day is still a massive part of of what we do at the Apertus Group um and just a genuine amazing person
1: and and what was the first few years for the Apertis group like then uh pre pandemic because well, I think the pandemic will probably need its own little section I, I, I
0: hardly noticed it Richard to be fair <laughs> um, it was good we again we, we learn we learn by our mistakes um, we we used to take um, uh, a commission on a um, Upfront basis. So when when a when a piece of business was signed, we would be paid what it was worth to us, minus the commission to to the aggregator, almost just after it went live. Um, and it's a great way for cash flow, but but there's no stability in it. Um, we moved to a to another aggregator um, when John left his role. Um, and they stitched. They stitched us properly. Um, they would pay whenever they wanted to. Basically, um, it was a little bit Wolf of Wall Street. They were, you know, they were driving around in 150,000 pound cars, coming to meetings um, on substances that you certainly wouldn't expect a business to be running on. Um, and they took us for, for for a chunk. They took us for about 21,000, I think. In them days, I was on my own um, big chunk that you expect to be paid monthly. And, and that was a, that was a, 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 a strong lesson. Um, and at that, you know, when, when that was all of our commission built into one aggregate, we had all our eggs in one basket. Um, and I remember sitting, um, in our little office in Malton Park, talking to the gentleman that owned the building, um, and, um, him saying, you know, I help businesses like you, you know, this is something we should probably have a further conversation about. Um, and I've, and I've got no, no, you know, no, um, qualms of saying, um, you know, he, he helped, um, and continues to help to this day. Um, but it's not just financial. Um, uh, obviously it was at that point. Um, but you know, he, he's almost a father figure in business. Um, and he knows he knows how to manage me. Um, we've had a conversation in the past. I, I had a fantastic business idea, and I drove all the way up to see him in, in Derbyshire with this amazing. I'd even drawn on paper exactly what I wanted, <laughs> and um, so that we don't have to bleep anything out of this, he um, he challenged it, shall we say, quite hard, um, and um, and just tore it apart. Now, you know i've been in business for myself best part of ten years um, and he absolutely hammered it, so basically picked up a very small hole in the very first part of my it wasn 't a pitch, but it wasn 't also drawn on a fact packet um and he he, he kind of picked at the first little bit, and man alive did the back end fall out <laughs> of it um, so i left i left um I left Darbyshire with my tail between my legs. And I got in the car and I rang Nicola. And she said, how did it go? And I told her. And I got quite emotional. Um, It's it's an area of the business that I know we'll talk about in a bit that that I'm very passionate about. And I got quite emotional on the way back. And um, by the time I was in the car on my own for two hours on the way home, and by the time I got home, my whole whole outlook had changed. Um, I could see where he'd come from. I could see that what he was actually saying to me was, this first bit's not right. So then everything that you've planned behind it isn't right. Let's get the first part right. I think you're onto a good idea. So by the time I got back, it had developed, it had changed, it had morphed into this. Um, and I always remember him sitting down and saying to me, that's the one thing in life that you have that I don't. Um, he's a very analytical person. He's a very, um, he's very successful, very successful. Um, so again, where we differ. Um, but he, um, the ability to know it's a great idea, but that the planning in it was just all over the place. Um, and by the time I got home in my head, I'd molded that into the 2.0 version, um, to go back to him. Um, so, you know, that's future plans, but, um,
1: so he's become a business angel for you in that sense and a mentor.
0: Yes. Um, you know, he, um, he's again, I I seem to be very fortunate. I seem to find people that genuinely care and whether that's about the business or whether it's about me. Um you know, I think I think Northamptonshire without being bullish, I think there will be a divide in Northamptonshire on in feelings for Grant McKenna. I think we we probably I think that's a safe way to put it, I think. Um I think um you know, I'm I'm I've been very lucky in the past to to have People that I, I genuinely believe care about me and care about what we are trying to do um, and the fact that we like to cause trouble and we cause ripples and we change the way things are done. Um, you know, we don't cold call in an industry where everybody, as soon as anybody that owns a business that watches this, will know as soon as their energy contracts are up through and all because the phone doesn't stop ringing. If you move into a new premises, your phone doesn't stop ringing. We don't do that. Ours is all about building relationships. Um... You know, Apertus stands for Open, Honest and Frank, and and I think that's me to a T. I have a face that can't hide how I feel. My mouth normally backs that up within a second or two. Um, But I've been very lucky in the fact that we've got these people that I can go to that don't mind taking five minutes of their time to just hear what I'm going through. Um, And I think that's something that, that has been massive 18 months ago and now all of a sudden, uh, I put in in a post on on LinkedIn, now all of a sudden that we've gone away from the pandemic to a degree, I think we've lost it. It's a dog-eat-dog world again now, and everybody's pockets are being pinched, but those people are still there. They still, you know, you and I can still pick up the phone and have a conversation about anything, Um, and whether or not you would realize that that was just what I needed, or to, for somebody to tell me, actually, Grant, that's horrendous thought. Um, that's important, and that's you know that's where we've been we've been very lucky. And Marcus, um, the gentleman that that, that came in, um, has been instrumental in the success that we've had as a business.
1: So that's something that's quite persistent in um, many businesses where that tend to be more successful. They have a mentor or business agent or somebody there who's been there, done it. And is able to take that step back and look in, and just scratch at those little bits, and just see, and just guide that business owner uh, based on their own experiences where they've had those things, those threads that have come apart.
0: And I think it's about not being too proud to to admit, you know, this guy's got a a, a business that dwarfs ours, um, a business success history that if you you know if you're too proud to tap into that. You're you're doing the wrong thing. Um, and having that, you know, to sit and just listen to somebody that's trying to help. Um, and and I'll, I'll do that all day long, you know, tap into, into, um, successful people. I, I, I drove to Rochdale once to spend an hour with a successful business guy from Rochdale. Um, told him that I was in the area, could I pop in and see him, drove all the way there just to see him. Um, and his business, I have no qualms in saying, was the f- almost the business formula that the Apertus Group now runs to. Um, you know, the multifaceted uh, business that helps across the board. Um, but I went up to spend an hour with, with Lee and ended up spending the whole afternoon with him. Um, and he, you know, his outlook on, letting things go and the way customers should be treated and the way suppliers should be treated It's something that still you know, runs through the perscript today.
2: So whilst I've got you here, are you running your own or have a keen interest in small business? Then UKBF is here for you. Visit ukbf.co.uk and become part of our vibrant community to meet other like-minded business owners and tap into a wealth, of expertise and experience to help your business thrive now back to the story. We then hit the pandemic
1: and, and uh even and we're coming out of the pandemic, and energy prices are mental uh, the two key parts of your business being energy
0: and cars yeah um. So how have the past few years been? We joke about the fact that if you want to drive the price up of your product um, or the availability, just let the Apertus group start to sell it. Um, we, the, the way in which we run our business now, we're paid. Um, any brokers will, will, will tell customers that, that they work for nothing on their behalf and that paid by the supplier. Technically it's true. But they don't work for nothing. Nobody works for any, for, for nothing these days. Um, we put an uplift on our clients' contracts, so we may be offered their price at thirty-five pence, and we will sell it to them at thirty-five and a half pence, and um, the, the supplier will then pay us. That's how it. That's how it runs. From a point of view, at the start of the pandemic, we're paid on usage. Everywhere shut, but everybody still needed us. Because their energy, how do they pay their energy bills when I run a hotel that's not bringing anybody in? So we kept everybody on for the first um, for the first uh, lockdown um, through furlough, and it nearly it nearly closed us. Um, anything we had in the bank went. Um, I remember doing a LinkedIn post as I locked the front door. I'd seen I'd, I'd seen John Thorpe do one, and we all know John, you know, charismatic crooner you know and I'd seen in post and I thought to myself that's powerful I'll steal that so I did building obviously looked a little bit different in the background he was in his Tesla I was in my, my one series or something at the time and I remember leaving it thinking it's only two weeks what's the what's the issue um we signed a we signed a local hotel on the 1st of April so lockdown was it 23rd of Feb signed one hotel in at the start of april and we didn't sign another piece of business until back end of august and yet we were still paying everybody's wages um we were still trying to help everybody out because the person we deal with invariably was still in the business enough to be able to forward on um contract problems and and stuff like that um and i've always wanted the apertus group to be more than just a broker so we take on Customer service issues, we take on billing issues, and that's part of our service. There's no invoice for that. That's our commission's already paid for that. Um and it tested it tested us. I, you know. Nicola and I, we 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 had a we had a we Nicola gave birth on the oh God, I'm glad I've decided to choose a date. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad I decided to do that. Come on, Grant. We um, need to find out Nicola's email to send no, let's, this to us. Yeah. Um, so, so Nicola was about to give birth. Let's, let's play safe. Was about to give birth to, to Freya, our second child, um, and locked down with a new baby, we were planning on moving house. Um, and we lived in a, in Nicola's house from, she bought when she was single, um, on her own, um, two bed, two up, two down house in, in St. James and I tried to run the business off, off the table, off the dining room table. And trying to do everything on Zoom with a three-week-old baby in the background was hell. Nicola, at the start of March, trying to take the kids into the garden so that I could do a Zoom call for the business. It was, you know, um, it's, a, it's a testament to Nicola again. You know, we'll, we'll just go above and beyond to, to make this a success. Do you remember Connor used to do a round table Connor Slasberg used to do a round table thing. I I was on one of those, Adam Kaplan, um, with him. And he, um, I remember we were all logged in. We were going through the thing. And then Adam Kaplan, who's a a long-term friend of mine said, um, can somebody hear music in the background? And it was easy playing wee bowling. What do you do? I had to go and do the rest of the interview, haunched over on the, on the kitchen work surface. Um, because that's that's what you did you you know you made you made it a success um but i thought it was only going to be for 2 weeks and it was it was in that period we decided to look at the car side a bit more um and an off the cuff decision do we look at um i'd made quite a few good friends during lockdown in business from people that i felt were in the same boat as me and and reached out, and and, um, one of the gentlemen that I I got very close to um, during the the lockdown was um, Scott Norville, Silverson Fleet Management, and I got chatting to him, and and he obviously excels at at, at two, three, four-year leasing, Um, and an off-the-cuff decision between myself and one of the sales guys, let's look at how we do something different, let's do 12-month Let's just keep it at 12. We don't know what people are gonna want to do coming out of this. Are people gonna want to commit to this? So let's do, and we, you know, we did 53 cars in the first three months. Um, And that basically got us through lockdown. And, you know, when we went into the second lockdown, some places stayed open, which helped. But I mean, you know, November last year, the energy prices spiked and it put suppliers out of business. And they've all got our commission, you know, our commission's built into these, to these suppliers. So that's gone. So we're having to re-sign customers at a massively inflated rate because we've done our job properly and got them a fair rate six months previous, but that contract's now null and void. Um, so we're almost doing the work again for, to get our money back. Um, and, it was it's just it's, it's literally been one kick after another um and i you know people see the face and the beard of the apertus group um the team we've got in the office now how um i'll I'll give her a shout out because she's been with me through the whole thing um young katie who's our um administrator on the car side of the business katie has seen this business on its knees and comes into work every single day with a massive smile on her face um, and she bleeds the your group. She's the most loyal person. Um, but that's been, that's been bred. That's, you know, that's, that's come from their input as well. Um, you know, because I, I know how it feels to be the MD and know you've got no choice, but to get up every day and face it head on and, and deal with the, the you know, the continuous beatings that owning a business gives dishes out. Um, you know, and, a, and a, but you know, these guys, yes, they get paid sometimes. Um, but they, you know, this is there's plenty of opportunity for them to be like, you know, grant, this is a you problem, not a me problem. Um but that's never the case. That's never the case. And and I think that's what's got us through. Um, that and a lot of hard work. Um and I know you hate the the, 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 the um the premise of it, but luck. And I know you don't like that, Richard. Um, <laughs> but but I made a decision four years previous to move into an office in a building owned by a certain individual. Um, I made the decision to join a golf club that John Newsham was playing at that's 20 miles away from where I live, not the local golf. You make your own luck wholeheartedly. By the repetition and the effort that you put in, um, I don't know if we'd have got through without certain elements of a chance meeting um but it's about I think it's about making sure that those chance chance meetings you get everything you can out of them.
1: would you feel that it so taking that luck take so you just said a moment ago that it feels like a constant kick in um over the last few years. Some people simply aren't made to take those kick ins. And some people just keep picking themselves up, dusting off and going forward. So is it you know, how much of it is luck and how much of it is bloody minded and determination, um and the you know, looking over
0: your shoulder back at who's at home that you you're providing for. I think I think one of the things that we need to remember is that we made this decision. We made the decision to be a business owner. Um, and there are people that aren't cut out for it. And like you said in your um, post in your car outside of which that's on, um, they've, they've they've made the decision to not understand what we go through. Um, and for that, they can't be held accountable. Um, we can. And I think there's something slightly tapped in the people that do it. Um, and let's be fair, you and I, we're certainly not Normal, um, and I think from our point, of view, you know, it's it's there is no plan B, there is no choice of failure, um, and it's about giving a, a heart back onto to my upbringing. My upbringing was amazing, but I had goaler trainers, silly things that stick in my head. Um, my upbringing was amazing, uh, and we went on holidays every year to family, um, and it's about what I deem as success and what I deem success to be is, is for other people. Um, don't get me wrong. I, 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 want the nice cars. I want the, the, you know, the nice house. I want, I want one of those massive tree houses. I want a house big enough to have a big tree house. Um, I keep thinking I want a barbecue and at some point I'm going to burn the house down. Um, but, um, you know, it's about, I've, I've wholeheartedly gone into this, and I now have a team of people who is, is expect the wrong word, who look at me to guide this ship.
1: They rely on you to, ma- to pay their wages exactly. and keep their mortgages paid. Um,
0: and from my point of view, that's the biggest compliment they could give me. Um, so I can't fail for, for, for them. I also can't fail, for N- nicola it, it, you know material things to nicola are, 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 are neither here nor there she's she's the, she's the most unmaterialistic person i've ever met um but the girls you know i want them to have the upbringing i had from a love and a family point of view um i'd also like them to have nike max trainers when they, when they want them um i'd like them to to see the world i'm not particularly well traveled um, you know, I'd like, I'd like, I'd like to be able to, the memories I have of childhood are fantastic. I'd like to be able to make memories that have got a blue sea in the background, um, and, uh, unlimited amount of, of, of beer on tap in a plastic cup. Um, you know, I think, uh, and I don't know that after this long, if I'm employable anymore. So it has to be a success. You
1: brought up, um, s- social and uh, now you're developing quite a uh following I'd say for uh Moaning MD. The uh people just
0: <laughs> warm me up.
1: You do you do a regular video on LinkedIn <laughs> where the events that have happened re- uh, recently to you doing that recording just um you almost Piers Morgan it.
0: The uh so so, what's happening with the world? So, from my point of view, um, I think Piers has got his place. I'm not a particular fan of Piers Morgan, but I think he's got his place. I think he asks questions that 99.9% of the world haven't got the... The got similarity I'm painting is
1: he says the world's gone nuts, and yeah,
0: pretty much... And it and it has. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I think Moaning MD was born, um, really, somebody once... Um, rang me lazy sales was the first one that ever I remember getting 10,000 views on my first ever morning MD post um, about lazy sales and it was about um, somebody had rang to try and sell me energy and as 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 a broker we field a lot of phone calls for our clients and we do that on purpose so that they don't get the client's phone number very easily got if they just did any homework but they don't Nobody does any homework anymore. Nobody understands the businesses they're approaching. Nobody understands. Nobody tries to build a picture of that client before they pick up the phone. And that's why the art of cold calling, if done properly, is still so potent a weapon. Um, and I went on a rant about a, a lazy salesperson who kept asking me for, for the contract details and, and the metering details um, when they're phoning a, an energy broker. Um and I think uh you know that was a that was a rant. And I the, the I think the problem I have with the rants is they're exactly what is said in my head. So occasionally the language can get quite quite strong. Um but people just I'll turn it down as it's your podcast. People just wind me up. Um we had one, you know I had one the other the, the other week that, that had similar numbers, um, not the numbers on a on a viewing. A, I'd like to get ten thousand. I think that's a that's a good place to be. Um, about people that um, just lay into people for no reason, or people that say that LinkedIn is a business post. Stop posting about your children. It's your support structure. Get a grip. You know, if you've got time, honestly, to sit and keyboard warrior people's post about what is the, you know, what's their why, or why on a gloomy December morning, they get out of bed to do the job. Get a grip, do do something else, run into a tree, do something that's actually gonna make a difference in the world. Um, and then, you know, I think that I'd post, there's a gentleman, I seem to name drop a lot. Um, there's a gentleman on LinkedIn, um, Called Luke Manton. Luke Manton is a, uh, is a virtual assistant. Um, he's got Tourette's um, and um, he was on a Anyone Can Sing program on um, one of the channels. I'm a business owner. I don't get a chance to watch <laughs> telly.
1: You don't watch Love Island?
0: Yeah. Um, so he was on this, so his Tourette's are how do I say they're 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 amazing. They've 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 built an absolute monster of a person, Richard, and I mean they've built a monster. He's amazing, um, and he went on this anyone can sing, and he was brilliant, and at the end of it, he kissed his partner for the support. And LinkedIn next day was all about the fact that the person he kissed was a man, not the fact that he'd managed to build this journey with with um, with Tourette's, um, nothing to do with the strength it took at any point in his life to do what he does. It was about the fact that he was a homosexual, and it lit it just. It infuriated me so much so that, that, that I, I, I posted about it, and, and I think on the same day there'd been a post from a paralegal somewhere that had taken a photo of a man that had tried, to, attempted to commit suicide, and had been talked down by her apparently, um, and she had put this big post about how she was going to help him and how she was going to help him to grow, but I shoved a camera in his face for a publicity stunt. And I just, if you can't do something good and go home and look your kids or your partner or your mum or whoever it is in the eye and know that you've just done a good deed, don't do it. Why are you doing it? Because you're gonna get people that you've never met before, like a post on LinkedIn. Just, I just, you know, without sounding all philosophical, I read, I read a quote a while back and I've mentioned it a few times. Um, great men plant trees. They'll never see the shade of, and I can't stand by it any firmer. It, you know, people do things for the right reason and they're not the people you hear about, but you know what? I bet they make more of a difference than somebody that's taken a photo of you while you're on the floor crying because you've attempted to take your own life. Um, and I just think, you know, it's people like, it's people like Luke, never met Luke very briefly, um, interacted on a couple of his posts, never met him. Um, you probably have no idea that, that that I feel the way I do about him. Um, but he, um, it's people like Luke, it's people like the football that happened this week. I've seen no end of social media posts about how it's not that important. Um, but it's the people that make a difference. These are the people that are going to make the world a place where, my two girls can do anything they want, do you think social media plays a big part the
1: The premise or um, just the evolution of social media that it's about the likes the follows it's the attention there when when we were growing up you know, there were, there wasn't the internet uh, more when I was growing speech. up perhaps you're a bit you're a bit speech younger speech. than me <laughs> <laughs> the, so if you wanted to um, sort of post a social media update, you got a spray can and you put it on the side of a wall. Yep. The, uh That was, tagging as it was, but the, um, uh, or graffiti in everyday language. That was it. And it was there in that one place. And you'd go around, if you wanted to go and see somebody. you had to go and walk around to the house or sit in the hallway, because that was where the phone was. Yep. Now, um, I believe social media has made us less social, And it's more about how many the attention, the crave for attention from unknown people that could be driving that sort of behavior.
0: Definitely. And I think, I think from our point, you know, from my point of view, um, I've always said one of the issues I I see is, is, is kids having kids, people without life experiencing life experiences, trying to give life experiences to children. I, um, I don't, I don't see, I don't see a way, I almost don't see a way back from it. It's the, it's the until the children understand what their comments are doing um, until, I mean, how many times will you see a youngster now pick up the phone to talk to somebody? It just never happens. It's you know, t- I, I, t- I see people, I see people that will literally, they never answer their phone and they wait to, to go to voicemail so that they understand what the person wants. Just answer the phone. You'll find out. That's why they put a green button on there as well as a red one. Um, And I think from, you know, I think social media, I joke about the, um, you know, somebody will say something and I'll be like, PM me, babe. Because, you know, it's the people that put, well, I'm in a, you know, well, here we go again, post on social media. No content, no. Because they want other people to, ask them what's wrong. You're right, so. honey. Kind of uh Answer PM me, babe. Um, and I just, I, I, I have to remember that it, the world is a very different place. Um, and I, and, and, it's, and it, I find it most difficult with the girls. Izzy will come into, you know, Izzy's six and will come in and say, um, how do I look daddy at six? Um, and you almost have to check yourself because, as a father, you just off the cuff tell her she looks beautiful. But actually, not what you're actually trying to do is show her that that's not important. Does she think she looks good? You know, how do you think? How do you how do you feel about the way you look? Oh, I'm, I'm good, and that's the only thing that matters, darling. It doesn't matter what daddy thinks. It matters what, how you feel. Um, and you know, and I think that's that's what we that's what we lose is everybody. Everybody wants fillers. Everybody wants filters. Everybody wants, um, Johnny from Essex to like a post showing you seemingly with no teeth because you can't smile anymore. Um, looking like you've not eaten a meal for, 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 you know, for, for, for a month when that doesn't portray the person that you are. And actually when you look at you, that filter maybe as a forty-three year old chunky, you know, smouldering fella as I am. Um I that doesn't you know, that's not what's attractive about somebody. Um and I think, and I don't see how we get back from that. I don't see how we reset that. Um I'm not intelligent enough, you know, you know all the background on 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 the algorithms no, I, and I, I, no. I don't see how we stop women being objects. I don't see how we stop boys treating, you know, kids treating people the way they do. Um, You know, without a a bat and a bad attitude, I don't see, you know, and that's, and that's, and that's worrying for a, for a father of of, of two girls. Um, But social media, you know, I find, I post social media, I've got family scattered all around the, all around the, uh, all around the country. I post pictures of the, most of my pictures. If you ever go onto my social media, um, on, on Facebook are, uh, are pictures of the girls. Um, that's because you know, they're, they're, they're my girls and Freya's normally trying to set fire to something that, that, um, I find quite funny. Um, but that's, that's what we use it for. Um, but again, my two-year-old can open my phone and look at and look at photos, um, and I, I always had the outlook that I wouldn't be that parent. And then somebody at nursery with Isabel pulled me to one side and said, "It's the way the world's going. You're actually holding your daughter back by not by not knowing how to open an iPad. By not, because everything's going to be done on." And they're right. They're hundred percent right. I, I can't I can't stop stop this juggernaut. I mean, Where we you know, can educate them though As then um, you can manage exactly. And that's, and that mindset has, 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 been a change. Um, but from a business point of view, I feel as though people are falling into that category, you know? Oh, well nothing exciting's going on in my day. So I'm going to ruin their day. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to the, the opening line of this isn't Facebook honestly drives me insane. It's a business platform and anybody that owns a business, their whole support structure is influenced and is affected by what goes on in the business. So why shouldn't they talk about it? You know, why shouldn't you talk about, about your wife and children? Why shouldn't I talk about the girls? Um, and I, I again, I've, I've obviously been very lucky. I've never received one person. That's I've had people disagree with what I've said, but nobody's ever attacked me ever
1: don't think anybody's brave enough. No, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I say that in jest, but I think it's a lot of it's down to you control control's not the right word, but I'll go with it. You your network. You connect with people. Um there are people on LinkedIn, it's all about how many connections you get. Yeah. So if you open yourself up like that, then you're opening yourself up to anything. If you control and connect with people, sticking with LinkedIn as an example, yeah. with people that you have a genuine connection with then you're you're less likely to get the trolls which are effectively on there sticking with business for a topic then one of the things which obviously you're um very um passionate about have a strong opinion about is entrepreneurialism and (laughs) what what is an entrepreneur so i'm gonna it's a term that is widely used but the there's a fairly consistent pattern of what when you when I've been speaking to various business owners, generally have a similar sort of view on what that word. Yeah. So asking you the question,
0: what is an entrepreneur? Somebody that doesn't know their job title. Um, I don't get it. I don't. Uh, I I see. Maybe I'm maybe I'm selling myself short. I see an entrepreneur as somebody that takes something that's not been done before and, chat and, and and makes it or manufacture it or changes the world in some way. Elon Musk, entrepreneur. Um, you know, Bezo, entrepreneur. Somebody on LinkedIn who picked up a bit of cash from his dad and has decided to start a <gasps> let's kill two birds with want to start a business coaching business. That's not an entrepreneur in my mind. You tell me, you tease me all the time with it saying, I don't think I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I'm a business owner. Um, I just think it's, it's just banded about. I once saw a post, we joked about this off air. I once saw a post about somebody who was a serial entrepreneur, And I made a joke on it about the fact that obviously it means that you can, you know, you've invented different types of cereal, Cocoa Pops, or, and, um, I got more interaction from my comment than his post. Um, it's almost like, I don't know what I want to do with myself, but I want people to know that I'm a successful businessman. So I'm going to say I'm an entrepreneur. Get, get off. Come on. You're not, you're not, you're you're, you're trying this, you're trying this life. Stop worrying about what your job title says or what you, what your LinkedIn bio says. Um, and start making a difference. You know, um, I don't put bullshit as a job title. I don't put, um, you know, good person for a reason. Um, but, I, it, I just think it's such a banded around term that people jump on the bandwagon because they perceive, again, it's back to social media, they perceive it shows an element of success. But apart from that, I've not really got an opinion on it, Richard.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then with success, uh, what is the
0: future for uh, the Apertis group? The future's changed so often. Um, We are currently, um, we're in a slightly strange position at the moment within the purchase group that the, we've got our management team in place and not really a huge amount of other staff. So we've we've been very lucky in the fact that we've found great people to run areas of the business. But by doing that, what it's actually let me do is open up the way that the business runs and the structure of said business to, to more than myself. And I'm finding that quite hard at the minute. Um, I've, I've, I've passed the energy side in its entirety on to a, to a member of the team, a gentleman called Curtis. Um, and I think the guys in the office would tell you that they're very proud of how much I've stepped back. It's killing me. Killing me. Um, but by doing that, what it's let me do is, is focus on an area that we've got a problem with at the moment, which is in the car side. Um, getting that back up to scratch, knowing full well that the energy is going to be well looked after. But, um, I, I have a, I've got a, I've got a dream for want of a better term, um, of almost like a, a car palace for want of a better, you know, we, I, I love cars. Ben Thomas always takes to at the fact that I drive an electric car and I'm a petrolhead. Um, i love cars and i like a certain type of car what i would class as a a retro car and what i would actually like is a destination place full of these vehicles um, for people to come and choose what they want and you know a a kind of sidecar or something like that but that's you know we, we need to we need stability in the car market which at the moment isn't there. The second hand market is very buoyant, but has just started to tip over the edge. There was an announcement last week that they believe that the, um, the new market is starting to recover from the, from the shortage of semiconductors that we're all bored of hearing. Um, so that's kind of one of the areas, um, we've got, you know, I've, I've, I've got so many plans for different, you know, different parts. We've got, is, uh, I want to dabble in the home side of of, of, of business um, but if anything's if anything's taught me if I've learned anything over the last kind of two three years i just we just as the Apertus group we just need an element of stability we just need a 12 month chance to just settle make sure the fundamentals are, are still in place that we've that we've set um, and and then kick on um, and the signs are there, you know, we've, we've had a fantastic few months. Um, you know, the guys, are, the guys are working really, really well. Um, but the future, you know, there's lots of left field, field ideas. Um, and we will, we will, you know, with luck, um, get to those. Um, but I think next 12 to 18 months, let's just, let's just stabilize from a period, you know. Many, many businesses in our sectors have gone under, um, and we've been very lucky. But we're working incredibly hard to ensure that that there's, like you will say, that there's no element of luck to to our success going forward. Um, And it's just trying to reach those targets of perceived success. We talk about it all the time, Richard. Um, You know, I'll, you know, it's about having a, 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 a year's worth of wages in the bank so that if we don't make a single sale, the guards are all looked after. Um, you know, I want a Range Rover. I'd look good in a Range Rover. I'd make a Range Rover look amazing, especially one of the new ones. Um, one might be coming up in November. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the way you drive yours. Um, and just, you know, from our point of view, the future has plenty of, of growth, plenty of plans. Um, and it's hard for me to say we just need a bit of stability. Um let's not you know, we've got through I think we're you know, I think we're probably in a recession. I don't think people are, are, are putting a label on that yet because it's just another another issue, another kick. Um, you know, let's see what the new the new PM brings in, um, whoever that may be. Um but yeah, the future's the future's strong, the future's very exciting. Um and, um, and yeah, it's, it's, a, it is now about focusing on that to, to ensure that, that the approach Group is still here in, in years to come.
1: Last two questions then, Go on. the, why do you do it? Why, why do you put yourself through what you put yourself through in running a business as you have for the past few years and the kicks and things that happen sort of, what is it in you that, what is your why? Um, and then the follow-on from that is, um, what do you want to be remembered for? I do
0: it because I chase success. I, 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 I know I can do this. I know I can be successful at this. Um, and it's probably about the people that have... <clears throat> a big chunk of it is about the people that have, that have joined that journey along the way. Everybody that's ever joined the company has, has, has taken us further down the road in some description. We've had some horrendous appointments, you know, recruitment people will be all over this video now. Um, but we've had, you know, we've, but every single person has, whether they've taught us what we should be doing or they've taught us what we shouldn't be doing, they've helped us. Um, uh, you know, so every day I get up and I, and I just, I just want to be better that day. And I just want, you know, I want the girls to, I want the girls to, to, to see that their dad, the, the dad, you know, as, as, as tried his hardest to, to make this a success. Um, I'm, I'm tired of making other people rich Richard. I'm tired of making money for other people. Um, you know, and, and this, I, I saw an opportunity to make a difference in an industry that horrendously needs it. Um, and, and, and I won't, I won't allow, I won't allow the company to fail at that. Um, and that's why I, the alarm goes off at, at six o'clock every morning. That's why I basically fund a well-known local coffee shop, um, most days. Um, you know, that, that's, that's why I do what I do. Um, you know, family, everything, absolutely everything. And, and that's the feeling we have in the office as well. It's family, 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 family. You know, we look after each other outside of nine to five. How do for, you want to be remembered for just being me? And I know that's, how, I know that's a really kind of like lame answer. I can't hide how I feel. Um, whether, whether I love you or I don't like you, I won't say hate, hate's a strong word. Very few people in the world are hate. Um, whether, whether I love you or, or we don't see eye to eye, you know exactly how I feel about you. Um, you know, there aren't many airs and graces. There aren't many, um, you know, if you're not sure how I feel about you, uh, we're okay because if i because if I don't like you, you'll know it um and that sounds quite a almost like a bullying, but i I kind of when some you know if we don't get on, there will have been a reason for that, and I'll let you know of that reason, and then we'll go our separate ways um but I think you know from my point of view, somebody that was there when people needed them, somebody that did exactly you know under undersold. Apart from apart from the signage, um, and over-delivered, but just somebody that you you know that that was that was there for you when you needed them, Um, whether that be in business, whether that be personal, whether that be um, you know in in any way, just somebody that did what they said they were going to do, and and hopefully you know, I look back, even with my dad's, shall we say, lack of business prowess. I look back with, you know, my dad, my dad was my hero, um, you know, and as a protector and as a, um, and as a guide, i got so much from dad. Um, and that's what I remember him for. You know, I don't, we brought up earlier, the fact that I feel as though I've got my mother's work ethic. Um, but i got so much from dad and that's kind of, you know, I want them to, to, to be able to look up and say, you know, he he did his best. We've had a good life based on that.
1: It's been a really interesting story. Thank you for coming in and sharing. Thank you. And uh, look forward to this going out. And again, um, I'll be sure of success. Thank you very much.
2: Thank you for listening. Remember to like, share and subscribe to help spread the stories of small businesses across the UK. Have you got a story to share? Reach out to us on ukbf.co.uk and you never know you could be the next ukbf story